Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. And we'd like to welcome everybody back to the Football's Family Podcast. And I, the one thing about this show that I like doing is I get to see uh, people with their hobbies and people with their interests and uh, just just things that are just neat on the surface. And when you get to talk to people, they get even neater. So I've got a guy. Would you like to introduce yourself tonight? Yeah, I'm uh, Chris LeMay. I live in Spring Hill, Tennessee. So, yeah, he is in God's country here. He's a Tennessean. Um <laughs> It kind of hurts to say that after what happened yesterday with the Colts winning the way they did. That hurts me on the inside. It does. It does. But Chris, yeah. you are you have a, an interesting hobby. Would you like to explain it? Yeah. Uh, if you remember uh, electric football games, they were real popular in the 60s and 70s. And uh, I mean, I, I got one when I was a kid. I got one when I was about 12, 13 years old, and that was in 69 or 70, and of course, I played it then, uh, I collected, I had about six more teams, I got a set, I got a set that was the uh, AFL set with the Jets and the Chiefs, and it's the only AFL set that they ever actually made, and then I collected, I bought about four more teams, I mean, like say the Dolphins, the Vikings, Steelers and the Colts were all the popular teams during that time. And of course, so I bought, you know, uh, and during that time, Tudor was making NFL teams. Uh, that you could buy teams in actual NFL uniforms. And so that's, that's kind of when it became real popular. Now, the game's been around ever since 1949 was the original date uh, of the first game. And then, of course, I played it for a kid. I played it when I was a kid for about four or five years ago. Old. And then, of course, I got away from it. But then as, when I got older, about 25 years ago, and I was, I was 40 years old then, I saw the game again on a Toys R Us shelf. And uh, I just mentioned to somebody that I used to have one of those uh, with, uh, when I was a kid. So they bought it for me for Christmas. Well, there you go. And uh, so, yeah, I got back into it again. And two, about that time, of course, was when the internet, you know, computers and the internet were getting to be a lot more popular. And the uh, company that was making them, it was originally made by Tudor, Tudor Games uh, in Brooklyn, New York. And at that time, it was owned by Miggle Toys out of Chicago, Illinois. And they had just kind of started a website and a community forum. And uh, by getting on the website and joining the community forum, started to find out all these people around the country who were actually playing the game again. They've been, uh, let's say there were leagues uh, going on. Uh, the company was starting to have, uh, they had started to have uh, national conventions and Super Bowl tournaments. And so in 99, I went to, I actually traveled to Philadelphia 
uh, to for the first time to actually play in one of their conventions and Super Bowl tournaments. So yeah, I mean, I I flew from Nashville, and <laughs> went to Philadelphia, and uh, met a whole lot more people. I mean, there was there was several hundred people at this convention of guys who were playing, guys who, who were collecting. So I got involved in that electric football community of people who were still playing the game, like I say, collecting. And, of course, I fell, I fell back in love with it again. So being a big football fan, too, <laughs> and, of course, the Titans, you know, they just moved to here to Tennessee. I'm kind of like you. I, you know, when the Titans came here, of course, I started following the Titans. It's a sick. And, it's a sickness. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, I bought every Titans team that they had, <laughs> as far as they were selling with electric football. Okay, can can you before we go any further? Um, you were mentioning that they came with full uniform. Did you paint the ones that you had before? Uh, no. Uh, the very first ones I had no were the ones that they painted. Uh, they were painted in a uh, factory in Hong Kong. Back during the sixties and seventies, and that's that's the cool. Uh, Chris, are we uh, are we breaking up here? I think we have just had a moment. Let me let me check on this. There we go. There we go. He is back. There we go. Now, okay, so they were made in Hong Kong. Yeah, and they were, you know, they were painting the original factory teams uh, or the NFL uniform teams. And you could get over at that time, of course, all 28 NFL teams. Uh, you could get them. And then when I got back into it again, of course, they were still, you know, offering the NFL teams. And, uh, I mean, of course, Titans – like say I was a big Titans fan then, so I got Titans players. I uh, got the old well. Originally, the, the first team I got was the Tennessee Oilers when they first moved back. So yeah. I got a set of those. Uh, I even ordered a set. Uh, me and my wife that I'm married to now, we actually got married in 2000, and I had a groom's cake <laughs> made to look like an electric football field, and of course put my. Uh, titans figures on it <laughs> all right see this is what i'm talking about when when we deal with family mr chris when we deal with football's family I, that's the stories i like to hear because it makes me feel like i'm at home with you because on my merit in my wedding cake it was spider-man okay <laughs> yeah so and uh, it, so yeah but anyway that's but and and there's been several other people that's done it too but yeah i did it and uh like i said when we got married i had the titans on them on my groom's cake that was made like an electric football. So, so, so you just, just be honest, you know, we're, you're, you're among friends here. Are you a nerd? Yes. <laughs> okay. See, I can relate to you. Uh, maybe not with the electric football, but I can relate to you right now, Mr. Chris, more than anybody else right now, just you and me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't like to admit it, but. Oh no. Embrace it. Embrace it. But... <laughs> If anything has daughter, changed that. My daughter called me an electric football nerd. Not too well, long. no, embrace it because the Big Bang Theory made nerds cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you you know. Know. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, when it comes to electric football, yeah, I'm probably, I'm a nerd. 
Okay, okay good. good. Now let me let me ask you a question. All right. So it's on a on a football field. Uh-huh. You you do you have eleven on eleven? Yes. So yeah. it's big the field is big enough for that. Oh yeah. And then yeah, the, the field, yeah, the field like uh thirty nine inches by twenty one inches. So that's it's pretty big. big. Yeah, that's that's a good size field. Plus and now you, Go, go ahead. I'm plus sorry. Now, plus now guys make custom game boards. Uh, they build their own game boards now that are like uh, 24 by 48 inches. Then I've even got one, a custom one that I built that's 60 inches by 30 inches. That's a big so thing. It, so it gets, it, you know, it's starting to get back up closer to the actual scale of the figures because the figures are like one inch tall. So you make you make your offense, you make your defense. How do you play the game? Uh, of course, like I say, where it where it gets the electric from is it's got an electric motor on the game board underneath it, and you turn it on, and it vibrates. And the players have bases on them that are actually what make them move. So you can actually set up plays. So yeah, you set up an offense and you set you guys up in a defense. And if you're playing somebody else, of course, you have two guys playing. And, uh, yeah, you actually can run actual football plays. You have a little quarterback that can actually pass the ball and kick the ball. Uh, it's really about the only uh, sports board game where you actually – the players actually move. And you actually have to have some kind of – have some skill – Actually, be able to pass the ball, kick the ball. I would again, think so. Yeah, but again, you know, it, it, and it help, of course it helps to have a knowledge of football and uh, football strategy because you do you do learn a lot uh, of it that way. And of course, I played football when I was a kid, so I've always had a love for football. So there, that's where a lot of it comes into too. Now you said that the, the board shakes, correct? Yeah, it, it vibrates, and like I say, the bases, the figures have a base on them underneath that have, uh, uh, like have legs on them that are you, you can manipulate those legs to make your players run. You know, you make them run left, you make them run right, you make them run straight. You can make them run fast. You can make them, uh, you know, you can get strength out of them. Oh my god, that's a large part of <laughs> yeah, that's a large part of the game now today. Uh, the guy there's, I mean, there's, there's probably 200 people that, that regularly play competitively in, uh, there's about six regional tournaments during the year, uh, Nashville, we've got a league in Nashville that we have about four or five guys get together every once in a while, uh, where we play each other. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's. Very seldom that there's not a weekend that go by that somebody's you know playing electric football. Do you change the position of each player after each play? So yeah, you actually have to. Yeah, I mean you have to actually set them up. Well, uh, like when you're talking about moving left or moving right. Mm-hmm. That's. Do you have a play clock? Yeah, yeah. You have a certain amount of time to set your players up. Uh. You know, on offense, you know, yeah, we, we follow football rules pretty much as much as we can. 
I mean, it's really, it's a, it's it gets to be a really realistic game. Because, uh, yeah, we have, like, like, say, a 40-second play clock. Uh, the offense has to sit there, men up, then the defense gets, like, an additional 10 seconds to sit there's guys up to watch the offense. How do you throw the ball? Uh, there's a quarterback figure uh, that actually has a an arm that you can pull. You, you have felt footballs. You have little felt footballs that you can actually place on the arm and uh, actually throw. You pull the guy's arm back, and he actually can throw that football to hit a player. And like I say, if you have a receiver, uh, if the ball hits the receiver, then it's a completed pass. Oh, so he doesn't have to catch it. No, it's just like, got to hit him. <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't know how that would work. It does have to hit him, but and uh, and yeah, like I say, if it hits the, the defensive player, it's an interception. Uh, it's very, it's a very realistic uh, game. I mean, so what's a good pass percentage? Completion group. Uh, most guys that really practice it a lot. I mean, they're hitting seventy five percent of their passes most of the time. Okay, um, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, what can you do? Man, I can I can do close to that. I'm I'm, I'm a pretty good passer. I've done it long enough. That we I teach can... uh, teach Will Levis. He, I think he's yeah, got, no. he needs he needs some help. He needs some receiving help is what he needs. Yeah, he needs some receivers more than anything. Yeah. But uh but yeah, like I say, it, it is a very realistic game. Whereas, you know, like other games, you're you're usually rolling dice. Most right. when you're playing these other board football board games, you're just rolling dice and consulting charts uh, that give you the result or cards that give you the results of the play. Where this actually involves, uh, like I say, it involves skill, involves actually playing the game. You said uh, that you had the AFL. Do you still have those figures? Yes, I do. I you still do. have them. So you got, do you have all of them, all 32 teams now? Uh, not entirely. Uh, when I started collecting, I was collecting more the game boards than where it was anything. Now I, I I do paint the figures as well. I paint and sell the figures, and I had yeah. Now I have painted every team, every NFL team, every AFL team, every World Football League. You know, it, all the way back World Football League, USFL, Canadian colleges. Uh, I've I've painted all of them, but what I collect mostly is the game board with the original figures. And uh, so, yeah, I've got several, uh, like, say, six, 1967 is when they started doing the NFL teams. So, yeah, I've got several. I haven't counted lately, but, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of teams. Now, again, I don't know that I have every NFL team. I definitely. All right, the boards. Uh, you have some behind you? Yeah, yeah, there's some there. Do they have the team end zones? Are they specific for teams, or are they just different shapes, or, or what? Uh, most of the old game boards just say they're NFL or AFL. Now, I do have – I do actually have a game board. Uh, the game set that I got in 97, I have actually added 
uh, bumper stickers to it. Uh, Tennessee Oilers is in one end zone. And, of course, the Titans is in the other end zone. So I've got bumper stickers that actually have the team names on them on that game board. And then, yeah, I've got a Titan logo uh, on it. So, yes, you can customize them and, uh, yeah, get team-specific. Uh, they do, like I said, the, they are, I mean, they're still being made. The company is actually, Tudor Games, the company is actually still in business and still making the games. That's That surprises me. But, Mr. Chris, I think maybe not so much now when I'm thinking about it because uh, did you ever play any of the football games on, on the Nintendo? No, very seldom. I, okay. I I did not get into the video games very much. I, I started out with – I didn't have the boards like you. I, I was not aware of the boards until much later on, and they looked absolutely awesome, and I watched people play it. But I got into – Tecmo Bowl, the the original one. Yeah, yeah. And that that to me was was my introduction to gaming. Uh, but looking at what you did and what you're doing, it's just amazing to me how how lifelike it can be. Uh, where you have defense, you had offense, you had you have special teams. How do you kick yeah. the ball? Uh, the that figure that the passer quarterback figure. Yes, he actually has a leg on it too that will kick the ball. Uh, it's made in a way that uh, it's kind of a spring-loaded type uh, leg on it that, yeah, you actually put the ball on a tee, and, yeah, again, you just pull him back, and his leg will pop loose from kind of it's, – it's a spring-action type thing that kicks the ball. But, yeah, you, you can actually kick the ball, too. Well, Hey, what I, I forgot what I was going to tell you a second ago, but I remembered it now. It's It comes with age, right? Uh, there are still tournaments now with Tecmo Bowl, and that's been out for 30-some-odd yeah. Yeah. years, almost 40 years. And, oh, yeah. And they're yeah. still – yeah, there's still a core group of people. So I talked to somebody a, a couple of years ago, and he told me that he knows how to defend every pass and every run game. And he competes in tournaments. I'm like, well, gracious. And you're telling me that there are tournaments still. I love how niche this market is, but how people keep it alive. Yeah. I just it's just neat how, how people kind of kind of get to something to stick with it. Yeah, now and you look at like say in electric football, like say it was it it was had its heyday and was the most popular during the sixty late sixties, seventies you know, on up into the 80s. And the guys who actually are that in the competitive part and playing it more now are that age. I mean, you got most of the guys now that play it are ranging anywhere probably from 45 up. I mean, I'm 66. And uh, I've been playing it since, like say, I played it when I was a kid. But, yeah, I've been as far as playing in the league and, competition type level yeah i've been playing that ever since i was 40 years old was that is that trophy behind you a result of one of your tournaments no that's actually somebody else's uh no you can take make just take a claim to it yeah yeah, I want to make it yeah sure is mine. no i actually get a. I had a guy donate like I say i started a museum uh yeah national military football game museum i actually set up a non-profit organization to that and so i i got a guy to donate that to me (laughs) 
but yeah, I mean, it's one, it's one of the guys that he's won a whole lot of tournaments. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's actually his, uh, me personally, I have never, I've only won (laughs) one or two games in the whole time that I've been playing. But you're playing against people who are serious. Yeah. But I mean, solitaire, playing it solitaire is a real big thing too. Uh, people just playing it, you know, their self where you, where one person is actually coaching both. We call it coaches, uh, miniature football <laughs> coaches. And so, yeah, you're actually coaching both teams. And it's just more or less, yeah, it, it is, it does, the way I play it, I mean, we kind of favor the offense more than we do anything. And we're just kind of the defense is just kind of there to hopefully stop <laughs> whatever we're doing. Uh, how do you and, tackle? And the, how do you tackle? Uh, when I like I say the, when the guys are moving, you actually have to designate a ball carrier, the guy that's carrying the ball. And when the defensive player just hits the base of the guy with the ball, that then he's tackled. Oh, uh, so you you basically honor system. He hits, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's like I mean there's a lot of different variations on that. I mean there's like any ba- any touch tackle where you know any part of the base that gets touched or sometimes it has to be from the front. Uh, like I say, it, it's one of those it's one of those games that if there's a hundred people playing it, there's a hundred different ways to play it. <laughs> uh, they've come up with you know all these different variations of how to play it. Uh, now, like I say, I mean, electric football is my main thing, but I've played, I've played the other, I've played the other board games, football board games too. Uh, I mean, I actually have a collection of those also uh, from back when I, one of the ones that I played when I was a kid was Sports Illustrated. Uh, it was a Sports Illustrated football game that had the charts and the dice and stuff that you rolled. Good gracious. When you start having to bring in charts, that's when I start saying, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, of course, it's, it's you know, kind of like Stratomatic and APBA, football and baseball. Those oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a whole lot. There's a whole nother, there's a whole nother <laughs> group of people that play all those games. Uh, well, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just a big thing. Like I say, you know, as far as, you know, I don't know the exact number of how many people are involved in electric football right now. I know on the main competitive circuit where the guys that play in these high high competition leagues and tournaments, there's at least 200 people that very actively play it that way. But then you're looking at another, you know, I don't know, 500 or more who play solitaire. Or who are collectors? I mean, when you start talking about electric football, you've got you got the people who actually play it. You've got the people who collect it. You know, collect the game boards, the figures, who actually paint the figures and sell them. Three uh, D printing has become real popular with the figures. You know, three D printing yeah. figures and uh, painting and selling them. And of course, we use decals. I mean, you know, I mean, it's gotten very highly detailed. I mean, the figure figures actually have face masks, chin straps. Gracious. Uh, I mean, you know, they're they're recreating full. You know, 
you know, whatever current team is, you know, if somebody's got a Titans team, they've got the full current roster of like, you know, 53 players. I don't know if I'd claim that. Do you have, <laughs> do you have a Javon curse figure? Uh, yes, I do. I do. Oh, actually. is he available? Can you, can you show him here? Is he hidden? For the kids, Javon curse was probably one of the best defensive ends to play, you know, he played for a short period of time for the Titans. He played twice for him, and uh, he's he is one of my favorite Titans of all time. Played for the. I don't know if you can see this right. All right, now. yeah, he's got. Oh, I see Frank Wycheck. I see Bruce Matthews. Yeah. There's T Rack. Can you bring yeah. it down just a little bit, Mister Chris? Can you just bring it down just a notch? There you go. Come, yeah, there you go. Now, yeah. now, now, pull it back. There you go. Okay. Perfect. Let's see what we got there. Um, that is neat. Is that uh, is that Chris Davis there, number eighty four? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let's and, uh, see. Or is that? Let's say Albert Haynesworth. That's yeah. He's oh, I see. I see. Uh, twenty seven. That's Eddie. Yeah, Eddie George, Derek yeah. Henry. Derek Henry. I don't see Derek, but I'm just envious of this because it looks like you put a lot of time into that if you painted them. Well, I actually had this is actually one that somebody else did. Oh, okay. Um, well, they put a lot of time in it because that's the newest jerseys. Now, like I say, I, I again, I concentrate on I collect the game boards, but I'm into making electric football kind of as an art form. Uh, because the figures, again, anybody that collects the figures, they, I mean, they're highly, they're highly detailed. People display them. I actually did last January and February. I did an. Uh... Right, we're frozen again. <laughs> He'll come back on here in a second. Uh, he had that that uh, those figures in a case, and I was going to ask him, do you can you handle them or 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 do you need to wear gloves? I. Oh. All right, there you go. You're back. You're back. Actually, okay. Can you, do you handle them with gloves? I mean, I'm serious. I don't know. Do you handle them with gloves, or or would that smudge the paint if you use your fingertips? No, you can actually handle them. Now, like I say, I've got this one in a display case, and uh, like I say, this is a custom Titans team, all time greats, basically. It'd be unfair. <laughs> it would be unfair to have Eddie George and Derrick Henry on the same team. Good gracious. How how awful will that be for other people? Well, Mr. Chris, um, can you tell us where we can see your your work, your your museum? Yeah, um, I have a website that's called the National Electric Football Game Museum. And the uh address is uh NEFGM dot o-r-g let me oh, all right let me let's try that again n-e-f mm -hmm. g-m g-m dot o-r-g all right i will put that link in the show notes yeah and that's my that's my website uh that's the website i started four years ago so uh to kind of showcase of course showcase my collection well i can't wait to go over there and look Mr. Chris, thank you uh, for coming on. And uh, if I'm ever in the area, you'll you'll see me at your door, knocking on your door. So, who's this crazy guy? I, I'd love to see it. Oh, you're welcome to come anytime. Like I say, I here in my house, I have my bonus room. It's set up with game boards all the way around the walls. 
that uh, is that is the benefit for being without kids at your house, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just me and my wife now. So well, so, thank you so much for coming on. Um you let me just say this real quick. You're a delight to be on here, and I'd love to have you back on soon if I can. Oh yeah, sure. Just like to say, let me know anytime. All right, and thank y'all for listening to the Footballers Family Podcast. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, aka the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.